This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And, well, we got a lot of news to All get to here today, All kinds of stuff today, going Matt. on around the league. Yeah, yeah. it's a crazy, crazy weekend. Of course, uh, this will be the final weekend of the 2022 uh, NFL regular season. And, well, I mean, the previous two seasons were a little crazy because of uh, oh, you're all the COVID stuff. All yeah. kind of stuff. Oh, COVID too. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, so why wouldn't this uh, – this? why would this season be any different? Any different, right. A lot of logistics are always up in the air these last couple of years, more than ever I can remember. So we have some news though, right? I mean, Absolutely. Of, yeah, the yeah. Uh, the NFL owners meeting uh, earlier today to uh, ratify what the competition committee uh, – they had a meeting last night at 6. Mm-hmm. Uh, the owners met at noon – uh, and so they have decided that if the AFC championship involves a team that didn't play as many games as the other yeah, teams, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that would be Cincinnati and Buffalo, sure. um, that the AFC championship game would be played at a neutral site. Yeah, really no, a that, unique that, way of looking at it. Yeah. That, doesn't, that, that only means if it's uh, Kansas City with those teams. Okay, so if the so Titans for example, Bengals, if the if the Steelers yeah. would make it to the AFC Championship game against mm-hmm. Cincinnati or Buffalo, the game okay. would be in Cincinnati. Gotcha. Okay, so it's only if it involves the Chiefs. Yeah, those three teams are the only ones that could be affected. Correct. Gotcha. I I thought that was the case, and then when you said the first time, I was like, is it for anyone? Okay, so interesting. If, if we the don't Chargers where, make it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't know what that building will be or what city but yeah i'm i've seen some 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 sites floated out there detroit was one they can't do it uh, in detroit because they're tearing the turf out at ford field they've already had this plan because the lions can't host a a home playoff game there's not gonna be any turf that's so there won't be any turf that's kind of a big deal deal, right uh they can't do it in indianapolis because indianapolis is hosting a a national volleyball tournament that's already been scheduled yeah that's a big deal obviously i mean that whole convention center is probably full word you know but everybody's been looking at indoor facilities. Yeah, I don't know why we have to narrow it down. You, you could, could go play warm, anywhere. You could go yeah. anywhere, right? I mean, they there's... could potentially, if they wanted to, they could play it at a college stadium. Yeah, play it at Penn State, play it at Ann Arbor, play, play it in Columbus. Know, you know, yeah, exactly. Who cares? You know, this a lot of big buildings not being could, used, and they could fill them up. And they could fill them up. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. You know, somewhere like that that is, doesn't usually host a pro game, maybe that would be a, a great idea. A I mean, hundred thousand seat stadium, you know, something like that. That'd be crazy. It would be. It would be nuts. Yeah. And uh, to me, you know, I think it depends on kind of who, you know, who's playing. Is it is it Cincinnati and Kansas City? Mm-hmm. Is it is it Cincinnati and Buffalo? Is it, you know, I mean, so there's some, there's some variables there. If it's like, because... You'd like to kind of keep it close to the two In the middle, yeah. Right, 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 right. So if it's, you know, if it's Kansas City and, and Buffalo, well then, okay, then you're looking at maybe a Cleveland, a Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe like a Big that. Ten sta- stadium or yeah. somewhere halfway through. You if know. it's Cincinnati and Kansas City, would you play it in Nashville? Doesn't sound like a bad call. I yeah, mean, yeah. that's kind of in between both. Right. I mean, if it's Cincy and Buffalo, I don't think you play it in Glendale. No. You want to make <laughs> you it. You, the, right. the NFL is going to want as many home fans to be able to get there as possible. Right, right, right. So I guess that's what they're kicking around. Or maybe they just don't announce it till it's 
down to the final four or you know what i mean yeah i mean you know? they got time to figure those kind of things out right. just you don't even we don't even know if that if those scenarios are going to play out right right they could say it's going to things be one could change of these. this weekend cincinnati if cincinnati loses to the ravens mm-hmm. the afc north championship and who they would then host potentially they, those two teams would then meet again in the first round of the playoffs right. assuming the chargers where. assuming the chargers beat denver denver which i wouldn't assume because I'm not going to assume anything, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. But if that happens, if, if Cincinnati loses to to Baltimore and and the Chargers win, you're getting a rematch of that game the following week. That would be decided. The and home team would be decided flip. by a coin flip. That I don't love. I mean, any coin flip. I kind of get I it though, love. because Baltimore would have would have swept the season series against the Bengals, assuming they win. Sunday. Assuming they win, so yeah. they would have 11 wins. You get Cincinnati. Sitting at uh, eleven wins right now, so they would have the mm-hmm. because they didn't play that game against the Bills, and we can't assume that Cincinnati was going to win no, that game against the Bills. Because they played one less, they have a better winning percentage, right? At 11 Even wins. though Baltimore swept them, would have Correct. swept them. So I guess I understand it then, because like, hey, we we swept you, and now we have to go to your building with the same amount of wins, right? I mean, I guess there's a complaint to be had there. Okay, yeah. when I just heard coin flip, I was like, is that really the best way to do this? I mean, I mean Baltimore or Cincinnati controls that. Go beat Baltimore this week, and there's right. no coin flip. I mean, again, who knows what's going to happen, but I looked at lines for the first time this morning. They're 14-point favorites over the Ravens. I, I assume Vegas <laughs> a lot doesn't of points. think the Ravens are playing anybody. <laughs> and the Chargers are dogs. They're three-point Well, the dogs. Ravens now have a reason to play hard in this game. Yeah, I thought so, too. And I saw that line. I was like, why are the Ravens getting 14? In fact, what the, what the league did, Matt, they, want to they incentivized a lot of these games. Yeah, right, right. They, things Even if Kansas now. City wins, Buffalo still has a reason to want to play hard. Right, like which is great for the Steelers, yeah, obviously. You're not going to get the JV Bills Yeah, because if you – there's a difference. All right, so because Cincinnati and and, and uh, Buffalo have played the same amount of games, mm-hmm. if you finish ahead of them, you win this weekend and fit to finish ahead of Cincinnati, you're the two seed. You're the two seed, yeah. That's something to That's play for. You would then host them for. instead of having to go back to Cincinnati right. with everything that – you don't want to do that. That's low on the list, obviously. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, okay. So, th- a lot of these teams that could have rested people, the Chargers are resting people? Can they move? They could move down. I mean, I they would can't think you want to be five. I mean, five's a really five's a nice spot. spot yeah. yeah, I mean, to the point where I might play Herbert and Eckler if I wasn't going to to play five. I mean, that's a yeah. lot different than going to Cincinnati, Buffalo, or Kansas City. I would think so. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I thought the Ravens would not be dogging it, which I didn't understand the line when I saw it either. Yeah, so. we also now know that Mike White is out. Right, right. For the New York Jets, I said, that, and Joe Flacco will get the start. I said early in the week. I don't know if I said it on the air, but I know I said it to you. Yeah, I know you said it. I felt there. more confident if the Jets were starting Joe Flacco as opposed to Mike White. I don't know if I agree. I think White's the better player at this moment, but that's not the conversation. The conversation is who can win you a game. And Flacco's been around the block and probably will make fewer mistakes. And I can't disagree with your analysis that. White puts up numbers and moves the ball, but then is terrible in the red zone and they don't score touchdowns. I mean, that's just a fact. I mean, that's, you know, he's he's a young quarterback and he has not gotten over the red zone hump, that's for sure. But I don't think it's, you know, no, now the Jets have no chance. Well, here's, here's Fla- here are Flacco's stats for the season. Okay. He's made three starts this year. He's one and he two. He three games? Wow. Yeah, one and two. But his losses were to Baltimore and Cincinnati. Right, okay. 
So I don't I don't know. And he also he threw three passes against Buffalo mop up duty. Okay. He beat the Browns. Beat the Browns. Okay. Uh, and actually played pretty well. He, he was twenty six of forty four with for three oh seven and four touchdown passes against the Browns. Against the Browns. Wow. Okay. The Browns have only given up nineteen touchdown passes this year through the air. Through it's, the air is difficult, right? Yeah. So the three oh seven against Baltimore, he was thirty seven of fifty nine for three hundred nine yards and a touchdown. That's a really good D. Uh, you know, they, they just didn't, you know, they, what's his touchdown to interception ratio this year, this year, he, it's not great. He's, I mean, he hasn't thrown many passes. Yeah. Like he's, well, it's five to three. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, they, he can at least, he knows where to go with the football. I would say he's an NFL quarterback yeah. and he's going to have all the mental stuff there. You know, yeah. and I think they're going to play hard. I mean, I'm sure some people are like, well, why do the Jets even care? You don't want to lose six in a row to, to end your season. No, I mean, you need to have a little bit of momentum on a young team. And if you're Flacco, you're 37 years old. Mm-hmm. Does he want to play again next year? Because if he goes out and plays well in this game, he might have a job waiting for him. Yeah, whether he wants it somebody or not. will say, "Oh, I'll, we'll bring Joe." The Steelers might bring right, Joe say, Flacco be, in. Yeah, you know, Kenny's mentor or whatever. Right? I mean, so no, I, I could see him wanting to play hard. And some teams are are interesting, like. If you were the Jets and said, well, this doesn't mean anything, we're going to shut everyone down. Your best players are like second, 20. third year's yeah. guy. I mean, you set on <laughs> Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson and no. Quinn and Williams. You're I mean, play they, those guys. It'd be want different the... if they had a knee or something. But for the, for the Jets, I know, you know, the last couple of weeks have been playoff type atmospheres. This one will be a playoff type atmosphere because for the for Miami it's win you know win or go home absolutely right so and, you know they've got something to play for so you want your young guys playing mm-hmm. in those kind of situations I, I mentioned the spreads earlier I think when we broke yesterday the Jets were favored by one yes now they're getting three I'll take and I don't the points think the all Flacco day long no white thing I mean maybe I prefer white you prefer Flacco but not four points difference <laughs> you know I don't understand that it's not like oh they got no shot now I, I, I didn't see it that I don't at get all. that at all I, Miami's in a bad spot I mean both of those guys have looked more efficient moving the football with the Jets than Zach Wilson did. Oh yeah, I thought you were going to say or Skyler, then Skylar Thompson. Well, that too, that too, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Skylar Thompson, by the way, has only played in a few games this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those games happened to be against the New York Jets. Against the Jets, right? Uh, that was a game in which Teddy Bridgewater threw one pass and then got hurt. Um, oh, a Miami quarterback got hurt in the middle sh- of the game. Shockingly wow. enough, so Skylar Thompson finished that game after. Bridgewater. So if yeah, essentially, essentially played, the played the whole game because Bridgewater got hurt on the opening early, series. Early, yeah. He was 19 of 33 for 166 yards in an interception, and they got beat 40 to 17. And they got smoked, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's had a couple flashes this year where it's like, oh, he looks like he might stick around the league for a seventh round pick. I mean, <laughs> right. if he was a first round pick, he'd be like, this guy's terrible. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, Zach Wilson esque, you know. But, I mean, he's a third string seventh round pick i mean he's not going to brock purdy it up or, i liked him in the draft but i liked yeah. him as a project yeah not yeah. somebody who oh hey we're, you're going to play this week to get us into the playoffs no, right, right. <laughs> you got to stop our five game losing streak to get us into the playoffs <laughs> against a pretty good defense a really good defense. <laughs> a really good defense and without armstead and yeah you know, i mean their left tackle situations and no running game now, yeah you got two good receivers but that's all we're going to give you all the other than that should be yeah great and the jets i think can handle hill and Waddle to some degree, as well as any Especially team with Skylar Thompson playing. Right, you know, exactly. That's... I mean, they play a lot of cover three. They have good corners. They probably keep everything in front of them, make Thompson complete pass after pass. We'll see. Yeah, so it's it's very interesting. Uh, so Buffalo has something to play for. Right, right, which is great. Joe Flacco starting against Skylar Thompson. Right, 
that doesn't seem like the biggest obstacle I've ever seen. Did you see the Jadavian Clowney stuff in Cleveland? Refresh me. I th- they so- sent him home today. Yeah, I knew that, but why? Did they okay, so first, that? first he came out yesterday and told uh, some reporters in Cleveland that, well, I don't think I'm going to be back here next year. Okay, he's uh, free agent. Ninety nine percent chance I'm not. I'm not going to be back here. I want to go somewhere where I'm wanted. But he also said the Browns coaching staff is more concerned about getting Miles Garrett into the Hall of Fame instead of winning games. So everything's set up for Miles Garrett to, to succeed and they don't put other guys in the same in the same position okay. to succeed and things kind of like. implying, hey, I could do what he's doing if they would put me in the same shoes. Right. So they sent him home today. Why not? I mean, because <laughs> he's not going to be back next year. He's not going to be back next year. I mean, year. he's proven to be a mercenary year after year and uh, Yeah, I can't say we're shocked. No, right, right, right. And uh, one of the, our favorite things that Mike Pursuta and I do every Thursday with, with Merrill Hodge <laughs> is press the, out, yeah, press the Jadavian Clowney the button. Clowny button. We get to do it twice a year, <laughs> and he goes on and on. And last night we pushed the Clowney button. And, and Merrill's right, though. I mean, he's a disruptive player. His highlight tape is impressive, but he's not an edge bender. He's very unassignment, un- assignment unsound, runs the wrong way at times. You know, I mean, it, you could see why. Teams hang on, you know, take a chance on them for a year or so and be like, yeah, we'll find somebody else, you know, so. So without him at defensive, one of the defensive ends. might not play then. Huh? Well, I would say he's not I, playing. I, I they sent him home on a Friday. He's not playing. He's never going to be back. The and then Miles Garrett came out today after practice and said, we want we want volunteers, not hostages. No, so he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> right. And their D-line's got nothing else besides Garrett, really. So you're looking at. Their D-tackles um, are already terrible. Yeah, Miles Garrett. Alex Wright, Chase Winovich yeah. as their defensive ends. Um, I like going to get doubled from time. I to time. like Chase Winovich as a player. I don't know. He th- wouldn't be a bad three behind Watt and as I an Smith. outside linebacker. Right, right, right. Not as a stand, like a hand in the dirt hand defense, the dirt, defensive yeah, end. That's not going to work. No, he's light for that. And They're going to run all over the Cleveland Browns. I think so. I mean, just give them the you have the depth chart right there, right? Yeah. The D tackle names are. <laughs> I mean, we laughed about those in July. Like, <laughs> this is what they're going to roll out at D-tackle, and it's just as bad as we thought. Yeah. Jordan Elliott, Taven Bryan mm-hmm. are the starters. Uh, ben Still, with with an E, not the R on the end of it, so it's not Ben Stiller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they'd be, they might be better with off with Ben Stiller. He can right. at least crack some jokes and maybe. can be funny, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Perrion Winfrey, Winfrey right. and Tommy Togiai. Okay. I mean, there's three young guys that are. Somewhat names, yeah. yeah. I mean, but haven't flourished. Yeah, Brian's a former first round draft pick of the yes Falcons. Uh, Jags, Jags. Yeah, he was a late. It was the year that they did well when they beat the Steelers in the playoffs. He was a late. Yeah, and he's rounder. not very good. And one of my favorite descriptions of any prospect is, is Taven Bryan. Is I didn't invent this, but I wish I would have. <laughs> he's JJ Watt with a lobotomy. <laughs> 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 I mean, he's a big, good-looking cat that can jump out of the gym, and he's super fast and just doesn't know what he's doing. You know, and, and that's kind of what he is. He's been in the league for six years now. now. right? Yeah, right. and still doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, Garrett's great. The rest of that D-line is horrendous, and the linebackers are probably people don't know either. Like, yeah. Reggie Ragland runs like a 5-2. If the, if the Steelers let Miles Garrett get anywhere near Kenny Pickett in this right. game, I mean, every shame on them. he should get double. Yeah. Uh, everyone. Now, maybe that means Winovich... Who's a pretty good pass rusher? Yeah, right. He may have gets some success, a, gets right. to a, you know gets to the quarterback once, 
but they're not going to get there consistently. Right. And how into it is Garrett going to be in the fourth quarter? Yeah. I mean, I have my doubts about that kind of. Here's thing. the. How about the? How Especially about the off-ball linebackers? That's what I say. They pulled Raglan off the scrap heap, and yeah. he can't run. And I mean, none of these guys are who. They I mean, I've seen on. stories out of Cleveland this week that uh, Reggie Raglan. This is the kind of game. This this game against the Steelers is the kind of game he was made for. If everything's between the tackles, yeah. <laughs> uh, if the Steelers run the A and B gaps over and over, which they will, yeah, that's his style. He'll get a bunch of tackles, and they'll all be six yards down the field. And... Yeah, I mean, the league would have loved him in 1985. <laughs> but they're also starting. Uh, he's the weak side guy. The middle linebacker is Deion Jones. Mm, okay. He's my size. Yeah, he's a running hit, <laughs> two hundred fifteen pound type of dude. He's the third down guy too. He's the nickel. You know, <laughs> it's all well and good. But Atlanta gave him away for nothing just yeah. to get him off their cap. I mean, like, yeah, we don't we don't want him at all. Please, don't. I'm lining up with a fullback like every. <laughs> just, yeah, just coming downhill. Just yeah. keep smashing him in the mouth. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's definitely a space player. Yeah, on his best days. On he his best day, like and he's not that right. guy anymore. And no. then this, the strong side guy is Tony Fields. Okay. I mean, he's been journeyman too. All right, just journeyman. That's none of these got. guys were starters in, when camp broke for anybody. For any, well, for anybody, <laughs> right? Jones, they wanted to get rid of. Raglan couldn't get a job. You know, right? Like they're they're going to be starting like six guys on their defense who wouldn't even. I don't even know if they'd be on the Steelers roster. Yeah, a lot of those names you mentioned would not. They're going to play a lot of snaps. Yeah, I mean their secondary is good. Front seven minus Garrett is bad, bad. Like bad, as bad as you bad. see in the league. Um, who are they playing at nickel? Uh, they've had injuries. Let me think. Right, on that's that. why I'm I'm kind of. Yeah. Is is it AJ Green? Maybe I should know that, and I don't off the top of my head. Well, he had been playing Martin Emerson. I say Emerson right? did, yeah. and then he had to kick outside. I think. Yeah, because Ward's still questionable for this game. I don't know if he plays either. I don't know if he does or not. Yeah, yeah. I like mean, if you're them, their, you hey hey. What's Denzel. the advantage of playing Ward at this yeah. point? I mean, I, I thought they had two or three of those. Conklin's another one, maybe. Conklin's another one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what the advantage of playing those guys are. No, but their corners are a little thin at the moment too. I mean, I, I don't know who the nickel is off the top of my head. It must be Green. In fact, they've they've declared Conklin out. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, so. it's the uh, the dude from Cincinnati who was a fourth-round pick a year or so ago. Not particularly strong, but he gets T.J. Watt. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like him in the draft as a athletic, athletic yeah. mold'em type of guy, future He's not there hopefully. yet, He's though. not there yet. Maybe he never will be. Who knows? But he's going to have a long day. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, it's all kind of sets up. I think they're a great opponent for the Steelers. For the Steelers to A, win. Mm-hmm. Then the other stuff's feasible. Feel pretty good about Buffalo beating New England. On my podcast today, my co-host said, "There's no chance Buffalo loses." <laughs> yeah, like he has no skin in the game. He doesn't care who wins. I mean, He's they just, just got like, the news the today that yeah, they, Demar Hamlin and, was talking today. Right. Like I'm sure there will be Hamlin stuff on the jumbotron. Yeah. And you're at home, and you know, like. He's like, there's no way they're going to lose. Yeah, this is a this terrible is, offense. You know? Yeah, this is win one for the Gipper. This right, is, right, right, right. You know, is... And you have something to play for. And I mean, like, I could see Josh Allen not playing the fourth quarter just because they're blowing him out. Yeah. You know, not because they're, you know, worried about resting stuff. You know, so I think that one sets up great. As yeah. long as they don't throw a bunch of pick sixes or defensive or special team scores. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the only way New England wins. As it is. As it is, right. Let alone against this team that, right, right, that right. beat them 24 to 10. In their place. That should be inspired. Yeah, that you know? should be really inspired. I mean, definitely Jets-Dolphins is the that's the, the leg of the parlay I feel the, str- the least strength yeah. about. But, you know, hitting, par- hitting parlay is tough. It is. There's a lot of stuff that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I went over all the different scenarios in previous years uh, today. 
uh, on Steelers.com, so you can check that out. Cool. Uh, This will be the seventh time under Mike Tomlin that they'll go into this final game needing to win and then also get help. Okay. I think they've won. I say, how many? What percentage are they? They've handled their side of it and won, I believe, on uh, five of those occasions. Okay. Interesting. And they've got, they've gotten in twice. Gotten in twice, and some of them I'm sure were like before things. Happened. Yeah, there were a couple yeah, there that I mean they needed to win and have four different teams lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You did a five leg parlay, or whatever. <laughs> like last year was pretty unlikely. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but you only needed one game at the end. You know, you needed an upset, but yeah, you didn't need five things to happen. No, so it's it's going to be interesting. I, I do think the. Uh, well, I think I don't think we're giving anything away here for our picks early, but no, I think we both feel like the Steelers are going to win this game. I do too, and yeah. I, I will pick the Steelers. Um, I, I think the Browns can talk all they want. I just think there's ten teams in the league right now that might come into a game wound up, but not leave it wound up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And we're going to talk a big. You get game, through. You but... get a. You maybe get a, a a good first quarter out of them, mm-hmm. and, and then... then you're down and stopping Najee Harris. Oh man, I got to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Bermuda next week. They're and, double you know, teaming me this week. Like we've seen, Garrett's I've seen, gonna get abused. I've I mean, seen like, Miles Garrett. I don't want to say dog it. Right, right, right. But all the. But I've seen him give less than a hundred percent effort before. And a lot of those DNs do. Yeah. You know, they save it, and you know, they know that they have value even when they're not giving. The play is going the other way from them. He's not and chasing he it down. A little bit, yeah. or, right, right, right. Take a double team and just kind of patty cake him a little bit. I mean, that yeah. stuff happens. I mean, that's not unusual. But why not? Yeah, he's not going to go out there and play like he's, uh, you know, like in, fast time, Bowl, in fast right? times at Ridgemont High. Right, he tackled right, right. by Jefferson. No. You know? <laughs> I mean, he may be great, but he's going to get a lot of attention. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you can subscribe to the Mike Tomlin Game Day podcast. Steelers Digest editor Bob Labriola talks with head coach Mike Tomlin about the upcoming game. New episodes drop every game day. They're available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to preview all those other games right. right after this.